This is Managing Mayhem. Brought to you by two lawyers and a layman. Because good intentions are not a legal defense. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, they're not? Okay, well, let's get going then. Hello, and welcome to Managing Mayhem with Patty, Jeff, and Jack. What's going on, you guys? Good morning. Morning. What's happening? I woke up to having three alerts on my phone. Wind, flood, and avalanche. <laughs> oh, God. It is it is the name of a very it's a band name. Yeah, I can see why they didn't go with wind, flood, and avalanche. Rather, Earth, wind, and fire has a little right. more catchiness to it. Right. Well, those sound like pretty good excuses to be tardy if you're going to be tardy today, because that's what we're talking about, right? Truly, yes. Yeah. Well, Patty and I have been getting we've been getting a lot of questions from HR managers on how to deal with those employees who are chronically tardy, right? Mm -hmm. There's a pattern. They have a new excuse. Right. Uh, One day it's wind, the next day it's avalanche, and then the third day it's flood. I mean, every day it's something different, right? (laughs) They live in a 90s natural disaster movie. Yes. With Pierce Brosnan. (laughs) Yes. Horrible. I don't know. Let's just just keep going. Let's talk tardies. God. So we got a question today, or whenever we got it, um, and I'm going to change the name of the person. So we'll call them Ted, and uh, the question was this. It said, uh, Ted has gotten in the habit of showing up late. The time varies uh, between five minutes late and 20 minutes late. Um, he says he has constant car trouble and he has a hard time getting his kids out of the door. Um, and so the, the company's having a hard time disciplining him because he is such a quote unquote positive presence in the office. Uh, what do you recommend we do? It's so, so challenging. And I'm going to drop some stats. Yes. (laughs) One in four employees admit to showing up late to work once a month. Not yeah. shocking. I'm no. I'm not shocked by that. Uh, I'm late everywhere. Thirteen percent of employees say it's a weekly occurrence. So wow. You know yeah. this issue is one of those issues that everyone. First of all, everyone's tardy every once in a while. We've all been late once a month. Um, <laughs> but we're really talking about that chronic that person who is weekly. Right. They're always late. Right. And they right. have a new excuse. The Ted's of your office. We all know them. We're all gonna yeah. You know, not to say their names, protect the innocent, but. Let's have a TED talk <laughs> about TED. Every everyone is everyone. Every office has one, right? You know. Right. Okay, so I want just a little bit of fun here. I found yeah. that like the top ten excuses that are given, and you guys don't have those. So real quickly here, anyone want to? I'll start with Jack. Quick, what are like top ten excuses um, given for being late to work? Traffic. I would guess. Number one, right 51% traffic. Go. Okay. Yes. I have to say, I did have a client. It's been a while. I'm going to change some of it. But they had someone, you know, text that they were running late due to traffic and send an image of the traffic, which Ooh. I thought, oh, that's very nice. responsible. Right. Although yeah. someone standing next to them saying, those don't look like the trees that grow in our area. So they Googled oh. traffic image and oh, the no. exact image came up. Peru. It was in Peru, <laughs> no. not the state of Washington. Well, <laughs> do your re- do your research. Do like <laughs> just like scroll down like four rows right, of like images. Get, get a couple. Go to like the second page of the Google search. Right, you know. Yeah, get a little deep. Okay, so what other what other excuses? All right, I'd say I'd say weather. Speaking of wind, yeah. avalanche, flood. That was number three. Um, like okay. Ted. Ted has with the kids. I think he gets a lot of sympathy. I yeah, think. family yep. kind of yep. issues. Mm-hmm. Um, Sick. Someone. Not feeling well, right? Yeah, sick children is a big one. Sick That's children. huge. That's a double whammy. That's like all of the sympathy. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, uh, what else? I'd say like just like 
sleeping. I mean, I feel like most people oversleep. Whether they tell them as an excuse or not, I don't know. Number two yeah. answer, oversleeping or the okay. alarm didn't go off. Oh, shit. Yeah, they put AM, a PM instead of AM. That's the truth. That makes sense. So what what excuses have you guys, do you guys ever use any? Are you perfect? Perfect. <laughs> Perfect, well, I'm for not sure. big on being late um but when i have been late <laughs> usually i say it's it's because usually i don't know because blame, blame it on the kids <laughs> definitely yeah, i'm going with ted <laughs> i had trouble getting the kids out the door yeah and i could, yeah. I could well, do the same with mom because when i would get ready for school mom would be doing like the stationary bike and I'd be watching Buffy because I just, that's the best, one of the best shows still is. Um, and then mom would always kind of, it was an awkward time because the time the episode played, it was like always like 15 minutes left when it would be like, I need to leave for school, but like they're still yeah. 15 in the show. And then mom would be like, let's just watch it. And we'd watch it. And then I had a really bad idea where I would get to school late and I thought that crawling in was uh, sneaky. <laughs> But turns out it was like actually much more attention grabbing and actually caused for alarm where you good. <laughs> you, you're right. Uh, um, we see you on the ground. <laughs> you know, I think most excuses are legitimate car right. trouble, yeah. traffic. But, right. uh, you know, I can always tell when they're not being completely honest when there's way too much detail. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, right. You have to have two things tops. Right. Something to get some sympathy and something that is like classically relatable like the alarm. Right. right or outside your control yeah you know? okay but we're not um, really promoting this we're just saying that these are things that managers it. will are... hear right you know so we've all heard so, them this isn't yeah, new. you know totally so, so. um obviously like uh, the tardiness is a problem how does it how does it pose the biggest what problems does it pose <laughs> the, the crazy <laughs> question you know th these are pretty pretty obvious but if you have um like medical or manufacturing when you have shift changes and sure. it's holding up people leaving or going home. Um, right. That that's a great way to make enemies, and mm -hmm. uh, it's going to cost you because you can be paying overtime for those people who are being held up. Okay. Um, the other thing is when people are opening, right, and people are late to work, right, when they're opening, and mm -hmm. all of a sudden the other staff has to shoulder the weight of the missing employee, and so that's a, a real huge. big issue way to make yeah. enemies I, i'm flashing to just literally over a month ago when we went to chicago and annie and i were at dollar tree getting jackson birthday balloons and the woman working was actually crying because the person was 15 minutes late and she was going to miss something very important and we felt so badly like should we yeah. take over right. you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. just you feel really badly yeah you guys like, just in there blowing up balloons <laughs> uh, and also it puts people into overtime like in, yeah. you know, for a company the labor expense be expensive. But, um yeah right. End of the show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think it sounds like because there's inconsistency, like it would be important for people to maybe like define it, get clear on it. Like what are some things that people can do for that to just make it cut and dry? Because it seems pretty measurable. It's literally numbers. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's one area of the law where there's no regulation that tells you what is a tardy. It's really up to a business to decide. Right, okay. And the problem I see is the business doesn't decide, so each manager has inconsistent standards. Some say, right. well, if you're not at the workstation, 
right at the you know start of your shift you're tardy right Right. another says if you're not there five minutes early okay well wait if you want them there five minutes early you have to pay them starting your shift at you know 455 um some say if you're one minute late others say well if it's within our rounding others say 10 minutes 15 so you know the first thing to me is you actually do need to define it in your policy clearly it's the same as a teenager what's the curfew you know um you you need to you need to set that expectation because i remember that there would be like be here you're, you're here on time, but you're like, okay, is it is it clocking in in uniform, you know, and ready to work, and that's mm-hmm. on time, or is it if I clock in and go change, you know, right. it's like what's actually that's a great ne- point. I, I, you know, I think like, you should put in your policy. You have to be actually ready to work. Right. Yes. You know, start. <laughs> right. We're not ready to read the paper. Do so. Don't no. right. Or get sit your down uniform. and eat your breakfast at your <laughs> exactly. workstation because you didn't get a chance to do it on the way over. I've done it all. Just right. bring out my crossword <gasps> and just say I'm ready to work. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you have to you have to define it, define what it actually means, and making sure all the managers are truly on the same page. Because certain managers will have a much higher threshold, or, or you know, are they the cool manager? Right. They're like they're gonna <laughs> let it slide a little bit. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, this, this doesn't bother me. It doesn't impact production, but it's gonna impact the rest of your employees who are gonna be upset that right. that person's not being disciplined. So you definitely have to make sure that they're on the same page, so that there's um consistency right yes i also think it's very important to define what is excessive so obviously a one-off is going to be fine um some companies like to keep it very vague to just to say excessive is as determined in the sole discretion of management that's fine to a point but boy that can cause a lot of conflict so if you can say you know two in a month or six and six months, or whatever it is, that actually gives more guidance, both the managers and the employees, on what's the expectation. Right. Absolutely. And I would have all these things in your policy, right? It's all about prevention first. So you want to make sure that there's some transparency in in the definition, what's excessive. Right. Um, So you've laid out the ground rules, and you've shared that with the employees, and they've signed an acknowledgement that supposedly they've read this (laughs) and that they're going to abide by it. Right. Right. And uh, what what do people do when they see a pattern? Like, what is a good way of actually um, punishing? Sounds like such a crazy word. Well, <laughs> I think before you punish them, discipline. I think there's a few ways, you know, schedule some shift change meetings or the start of the shift meeting first so that they mm. mandatory have to be there for that five minute right check-in um you know incentivize them before you get to punishment you know what i mean like hey we're gonna have Mm. donuts at eight o'clock for a a change of shift you know i don't know i'm trying to think before i get straight to punishment ways i would you know encourage people to get there i want to get right to punishment (laughs) Um, (laughs) but i I, we had these pre-shift meetings that actually were helpful because it was like if you didn't go you didn't get key information that you would need for the shift and then and then you just are behind, you know, you're like, right. oh, you're playing catch up. Exactly. The other thing I like about the pre the, the shift change meeting or the start of the day, even if it's remote workers can get on for Zoom, you know, for mm-hmm. a few minutes, mm-hmm. uh, it's a way for you to do a roll call without making it sound like a roll call. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, <laughs> like, I think it's a great idea. I do think it takes a little time for the manager, but I do think if you're having an attendance problem or tardiest problem or if you have remote workers you don't think they're actually they you know starting to work on time then totally yeah. do it i think it's a great idea yeah mm-hmm. but then we get to punishment no so <laughs> punish. thank god <laughs> thank god what a punishment so one idea i heard of and i've seen one company just one company do this which i don't think is maybe the best idea but they essentially mm-hmm. said if the person shows up late to work 
they they tell the person, hey, you actually can't report to work until mm. the next <laughs> half an hour, right? Like if they're oh, ten so minutes they late, then you paid. right? Then you got to okay. go sit in your car or, or something for the next twenty minutes, and then you can start work at the the next half hour mark. It's like an extra half hour break, <laughs> right? Right? It's like so you're telling me I, I'll just go take an unpaid half an hour break. Okay. Awesome. Right. Like, I envision this cons- shop if you want to get comfortable. Yeah. Right. And all of a sudden, in that person's mind, they're just working a hack of an hour less. So they're just yeah. going to push the, the envelope. They're just right? sitting in their car with like blasting the heat. With, like, yeah. Yeah. And everybody else like, is working on the construction site, yeah. short staffed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Like, I just like, get the hell in here. Right. Get the hell over here. Most companies will not do that, and I don't recommend it. I've had a, a couple companies try other, what they call creative, I call somewhat legal disasters, is where they're like, if okay. you're late, you agree that the first two hours are going to be at minimum wage <laughs> that you work. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. um, they didn't find a lot of success with that. I had another company say that we're going to dock their pay, so they're actually only going to get paid for six hours at day and I'm like, well, that's not legal. Can't do that. You have to pay them for all the labor right. that they perform. So it's better to let them sit in their car because right. they're not working but you can't say well you're working eight but we're only yeah. paying right. six paying um, you less got it yeah, yeah. so don't I, do you it. know yeah, don't people have tried to get around this but i think the number one thing you have to do is you have to address it head on identify okay. that behavior look right. to see everyone's going to have legitimate reasons you know whether it's it's ted you know whether it's car trouble or you know right, getting your right. kids to school or weather or whatever it is um, but look to the pattern um, is it every right. Monday? Is it every Friday? Is it every day? Is it once a right. week? And, and and really clearly document internally for yourself the dates mm-hmm. and times. Not that you want to be over policing and, you know, okay, I have a right. stopwatch, but just, you know, you'll know when you're getting that pattern, but make sure you're writing down those dates, times, and the reasons that they give you. Right. right. And you have to do it for everybody because you won't yes. be able to see a pattern until you mm-hmm. actually can look at your documentation and be like, well, hey, Ted's Kind of been late a lot, you know. Right. Um, and if anything, it's that, not to to punish someone. It's just so you can keep track of what's going right. on. You know, right? So, so you if, have all the information. Exactly. So even if Jack has okay, Jack's tardy one day during the month. Not a big deal, but we at least know why he was tardy that day. We're gonna make him a cake. Wow, right. only one right. time. <laughs> That's <is> huge <laughs> miracle. Um, but definitely document it for all your employees and then you'll be able to kind of see that pattern but once you notice that there is a pattern or it violates the policy for being excessive then you need to actually coach and discipline right really the coaching is the first part where you're not disciplining them you're just going to show them hey ted we've noticed you've been tardy five times every time the buffy reruns are on (laughs) right (laughs) every wednesday morning um also that wasn't an appropriate show i shouldn't have had you watch that show i love that show it's so great the love triangles are good but also it's like wait what do you mean when the reruns are on like don't you just stream it (laughs) (laughs) the reruns are always on (laughs) Um, wait um, you know i'm using jeff's disney plus account yeah (laughs) But the thing is that when you go to coach with them, show them the pattern that you've seen. You can even explain to them how it's having an impact on the company, their coworkers. Guilt. Right. Guilt um, works. Honestly, though, of- yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I may not like the company, but I like some of the people I work with. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I hate to say it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're not here to make friends. I like Carol. She's nice. (laughs) Um, Haley's amazing. Haley's amazing. I feel bad. We hate all the same people, but I don't want to be on her list. I I do think when I, I I know guilt, you know, is some people say don't use it. I say, you know, it's accountability, telling them this is the impact you're having. And some people just aren't wield it like a weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I think that when you're talking to this person, just say, what's going on? Like, I see four times that you're saying that you're having car trouble. I mean, part of the job is having reliable transportation. Right. Um, Right. You know, now, if they mention to you, when you say, hey, what's going on? We need you here at work on time. And they say, well, I'm having migraines in the morning or I have a a mental health condition that makes it very difficult for me to get out. Um, What I want you to do, managers, is say, okay, if you need some type of accommodation, you know, a time off or an accommodation, we're going to get you directly to HR. Yes. Um, Really important um, to do that. Stat. Now, what we don't want to do, right, Jeff, is be judge and jury. You've seen this a lot. Right. You don't want to play doctor. You're not going to be the one to... <laughs> no one should be playing doctor. Every... What? No. Who's <laughs> not a medical play. No, but the, but the thing is that we get... Especially in the workplace. You know, so yeah, many wait, people... When we go back to the excuses people give, right, a lot of times they're made up, right? And so a lot of people, a lot of managers will th- say, hey, well, they're just kind of... This is not true that they're they getting get migraines. Yeah. They're just trying to get out of... You know, get out of yeah. being in trouble for being tardy. And so right. the, some managers will say, okay, yeah, but, you know, tardy. I don't care, like, if it's medical. Right. And they don't go to HR. And so that's and why I'm that's saying don't problem. play doctor. You're not going to be the one to actually assess, like, does this person actually have depression right. or anxiety right. or migraines? No, you're not. You're just going to send it to HR and they'll do their analysis. But don't mm-hmm. be the gatekeeper of that information. You need to communicate right. that to HR saying, hey. Exactly. This person what do has been tardy, and they say it's because of X, Y, and Z. Now, right. I will say that you know a lot of employees don't bring up these medical excuses until they're about to get a written warning for excessive tardiness. Right. That's um, the truth. I would t- I would tell them that you know first of all we can give you an accommodation going forward, but you didn't mention that to us before. So it's not yeah. an excuse for past conduct. It's not a get out of jail free card. Right. Um, oh, but, sure. But if they do, hopefully you're not the first time you're talking to them doing a written warning. You're right. actually having that coaching and they're telling you, I'm having migraines. You're like, okay, let's get you to HR and have you get an accommodation. So we don't get into the discipline right. segment this, of this discussion. Because, and this <laughs> is want, where having that list of why they've been right. what days and why they've been at or tardy is really important because we've had it patty where like we've had managers who have really good lists and the person will say mm-hmm. hey actually i was tardy for migraines and then we pull up their list of tardies and it's like car trouble car trouble weather traffic you know and they've mm-hmm. not mentioned it once to right. the manager and so it does protect right. a manager as well because they can say well you actually didn't mention a medical condition so i'm mm-hmm. not doing anything that's uh you know medically discriminatory or something like that so right. but again have that conversation early like jack yes. said don't stockpile you know don't sandbag them and then just get so angry that you're you know doing a written warning and I also think that sometimes managers are really trying to be uh, nice and they think they're doing a service by yep. being generous about about tardies because they know everyone can be tardy and things happen. But I think it does, uh, it just, it makes it hard when you do start to get disciplined and then you just don't know what's going on. It's just in the manager's best interest to not, tr- to not try to be the cool guy, you know? Yeah. 
I agree. The key here is not to be popular. It's to be respected. Right. And you're not going to mm-hmm. be respected by your whole staff if you're letting someone take advantage of the whole staff. And so you may think you're being cool, but you're not cool to all the it, remaining staff members. Right. right. And there are managers that have been cool with me where I'm like, great, this is the manager. I know I can be late to work because they're going to be yeah. cool about it. And then there's a manager where I'm like, oh, I cannot. And so it's like if you just... I don't know, set the same precedent. It is going to just help make things clear of expectations and all that. Exactly. Right. You know, there's other options you can look at. And one of them is in addition to obviously a written warning, if you have to get there. Mm-hmm. And to me, if you right. have to get there, that I don't want to see a written warning that doesn't say the dates and times, how right. long Period. and what your policy was. Otherwise, it's, it's too hard to document yeah. discipline. But also you can make performance um, quarterly, monthly, year-end bonuses tied to tardies. And if so, if someone has X amount of tardies that are not excused for obviously protected class reasons, um, jury duty, you know, medical, um, you could actually make that a condition of receiving a bonus. And that seems to, to work for some. I think that's, I think that's a great idea. I think I would have been way more on time, way more (laughs) of the time. Right. If you're going to jeopardize your year end bonus, just because you're tardy consistently, like what you're saying, this is a pattern. It's not these one offs. Mm -hmm. Right. You have some wiggle room. Um, but it's a good incentive. Mm hmm. One thing that I read, and they said that to sit down with the employee and come up with an action plan to help them arrive to work oh, on time. Oh, God. Cringe. <laughs> you're like now a life coach. Yeah, you're sitting there like, like, okay. All right, Ted. Ted, time to get up. <laughs> you have your little Jack's bus. 6.30. Printed out the Google Maps. There's coffee downstairs. Take your time. <laughs> I, I think, again, well-intended, but managers get way too involved in people's personal lives. That's yes. not your business. Um, you don't want, you just want the basic reason and then say, okay, it's your right. job to get here on time. Please make yeah. adjustments to your personal life so it doesn't impact your work. If you I, need time off, that's why we have leave of absence why we have paid time off but other than that you have to be here please get your personal life together (laughs) and you want them to as well you know you're cheering for them Mm -hmm. yeah you can do it ted (laughs) (laughs) seriously ted i mean it (laughs) get the kids out the door why are they behind the door (laughs) (laughs) go 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 (laughs) seriously (laughs) with a whistle (laughs) Uh, another thing that i did see as kind of a motivational tool would be to actually give them like a $50 gift certificate if they have like perfect attendance or they're doing really well on the attendance. And so yeah. that's more of a motivational. It's less of a, you know. Promotional, pe- but. Yeah. Yeah. You know, penalty. Jeff, I think a lot of people have gone away from perfect attendance because obviously you have to exclude right. like if you've been injured workers comp or right. family right. or you have COVID. Oh, right. I'm here, you guys. I have yeah. perfect attendance. <laughs> Go <laughs> home. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but I think it's actually a good idea for punctuality, for tardiness. Yep. The only thing yeah. is, is that I do worry about um uh, how do I say this? Like setting our expectations so low that it's like we're paying you a bonus for showing up to right. work. I don't know. What do you guys trying think? to get you here with a Baskin Robbins <laughs> gift card. I mean, it, I think it, it feels a little bit like a last resort type of thing. If yeah. you're like, I'm begging you, but it is like, it, it's hard because I've been at jobs where I've not been passionate about the job, and so my timeliness has not been a priority for me. So it might have helped, but also, yeah, it is a little bit low hanging fruit. 
But I do think with lower entry level jobs or yeah. a little more monotonous jobs, maybe that does work. I struggled I with a, those. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you're not motivated. Getting work. motivated, right. Yeah. Uh, when I worked for Kelly Services as a temp, it was really tough to go yeah. to work and yeah. type numbers on on Rolodex cards, 2,000 of them. It was like, please give me a, a, a bonus for getting here. <laughs> right, right. And sometimes anyway, even on the job you love, you're having a bad day and you're like, God, this yeah. is not where I want to go. And sometimes if that $50 gift card is in the back of your mind, it may just be what you need to get there right on time. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> just kind of as a recap, just make sure that you are looking at your policy, talking to HR, firming that up, tightening it, um, communicating, right. keeping track, documenting, but not over-policing or targeting one employee over right. another that you don't right. like. to. And then talk with them. Be a real human being about what is going on, how can we get you here, yep. what the impact are, and then obviously discipline if you have to go there that route but coaching first and it's all but about more importantly, consistency it's all oh, about right. consistency yes absolutely and more importantly jack uh, it's more uh, for most importantly it's about punishment yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, no i'm kidding um, all okay, right so we are uh, uh you can catch us out catch us out uh-oh you can check <laughs> us out on youtube um we've been posting videos of the recordings of the pod on our channel you can subscribe follow share we're also on spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts um and send us an email if you have any tardiness questions or policy questions or um, crazy at, excuses at, or yeah, give us your worst heard, right? excuses. Yeah, give us give us some goods. Yeah. Give us the goods. Oh, well, great, guys. Thank you. Hope you have a tardy, mayhem-free week. Yeah, we'll catch you next Monday. Yeah, I'm late to therapy. Okay, <laughs> see you later. Bye. Bye. Managing Mayhem is presented by Management Northwest and Management Southwest and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without prior written consent. By listening to this podcast, you understand that we, or at least two of us, are lawyers, but we are not your lawyers. Therefore, nothing we say on the podcast should be taken as legal advice or considered to create an attorney-client relationship. It is solely meant for your educational and informational purposes. The podcast should not be used as a substitute for legal advice from an attorney licensed in your state. Please be aware that listening to lawyers can cause side effects such as migraine, self-doubt, and also maybe cure insomnia. But you know what? Trust your own judgment or you're not your mom.